0: This is my second time on, on it. It's been a while. It's been, what, it was, I think it was like November, October, 2020. So a lot of catching up to do. So my name is Julie Pagan. I'm the founder and CEO of Ludic Media, which before we used to be Project Ludic. We're now Ludic Media. We are a web three creative agency now. Uh, that we still specialize in, in influencer marketing, content creation, and brand development, uh, but we've definitely in, embraced Web3 and, and being able to offer those kind of, say, the same thing that we've been offering uh, to our other clients and in, in now in the Web3 space. Um, and I'm also now a, a co-founder of a... Um, OnlyFans Management Agency uh, with my business partner who actually used to work with me with, in, in TikTok and she just had a business idea, came to me and was like, let's try to make it happen. Uh, that has absolutely uh, boomed and flourished to say the least. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's definitely been quite the last year and a half since, since I was on um, and just so many different changes in so many different directions, but all for the right reasons. And then, and, and working on the future of the internet. So couldn't, could not be happier with where we are. It's kind of funny how things kind of really come full circle here, uh, being on here again, and just kind of remembering all those things that we talked about and, you know, what was kind of happening there where it's just like, you know, it, it, we pivoted, but for the right reasons.
1: This is Diversified Game
0: Game.
2: game, game. game. We have the King of Influencers. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm putting titles out there. (laughs) But Julianne is going to give us the game. And, you know, you heard the intro. You heard what the changes have been. I'm so happy to hear that you are still in the game because there's so many people who, one, aren't with us. Uh, COVID really is real. People died. Um, And young and old. And, two, people in this space of dealing with influencers, media, web, I mean, people retire or get fired or go out of business every day. So to see that you're still going stronger than when we first saw you, I'm just so happy and um, and proud of you. So congratulations, first of all. Uh, I
0: appreciate you.
2: Yeah. Tell the people like with the pivot, what made the, 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 the pivots and the progress like you weren't just sitting on your thumbs, but I'm trying to yeah. give somebody the game of what you did to go to the next level. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it actually came from failure. You know, <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of, isn't that usually how it happened in this kind of startup journey? So our, our failure uh, as we started uh, 2021, you know, I'm not sure if you remember going back to our call, we were really focusing on the educational aspect of, of influencer marketing. And that's what we were building. The product we were building is a lot of the educational resources, you know, um, you know, not only just courses, but it being able to have a lot of you know, analytical resources for people to have in their back pocket, not just creator wise, but also just kind of like you know, your everyday average person wanting to get into that space and kind of building out that entire kind of educational platform for our users and our clientele. Um, it, it, did really bad. It, like it, it, it was, we, we put a good three, four months into kind of just production um, just everything like from start to finish. And it just did not do what we expected it to do. Um, so from that failure um, we learned a lot. We learned uh, where we needed to put our focus in and actually what came out of that failure was a lot of people, uh, not just in, interested, like the interest was there. It, it wasn't that it wasn't there, but people didn't want, we learned that they didn't want that typical kind of like, like met like that guru kind of mentorship approach where it's kind of like they do it on their own without feeling that like kind of like one-on-one, kind of like you know, being able to talk like on any given day with that kind of personal connection. Right. So from that, we actually were able to we we turn that into the opportunity, not just with the management agency, but also with the media agency and being able to skyrocket in terms of being able to bring in people internally, whether you're a creator or a creative person, and work with them one on one and kind of take that approach of okay, like if this wasn't for you, because like people felt like it was more school, right? Just kind of like, ah, oh, I have to read this, watch these videos. I want more of that hands-on approach. So we found that, you know, through that failure of all that educational kind of stuff that we pushed out there, that we, p- people still wanted to work with us. So people were interested, people wanted to dive into it, especially that, that year of 2021, like TikTok and every, uh, Instagram and all these other platforms adapting to vertical content. Like people just wanted more and more and more. So we kind of just took that pivot and we're like, okay, let's work with people one on one. We'll try to be able to develop their personal brands, no matter how 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 crazy their ideas might sound. And we'll kind of we'll work from there. Best decision we made because we turned and that that forget about. it. We took that and we ran with it, and that just absolutely fueled our 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 biggest year, you know, by far in 2021. Um, and now here we are, kind of pivoting into Web three. So that was kind of like the, you know, look you know, we all have to fall down to kind of, you know, find our way. And, and that's exactly kind of what happened in that first half of 2021, kind of, you know, falling flat on our face, picking ourselves up and just kind of making the changes to, okay, pivot into the direction that we inevitably always were going to find eventually. And we're, we're happy we found it. So.
2: Well, for the entrepreneur who says, Hey, I'm falling right now. I don't know how I'm <laughs> going to pay my bills. How yeah. did you fall? but still have enough, you know, um, not just money, but, you know, we can talk about the money. I guess that's the easiest metrics to keep like to say, hey, I'm not, I'm falling, but I'm not going to be homeless. Like, what did you do? What steps did you take? Maybe you took steps before even going into business, budget people, budget, but (laughs) tell the people like, how did you do it? How did you overcome? Right. Um,
0: well, it definitely wasn't easy. I mean, we we were fortunate enough to, you know, be you know still uh, keeping the lights on with that funding round that we received, um, you know, back in 2020. So that, 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 there was still some of that. You know, we were still working, you know, with with our usual clientele, influence market campaigns, content creation campaigns. But then again, uh, you have to you know spend money to make money. So pretty much, I want to say I allocated over 80% of everything that we were making, uh, you know, especially, and also, you know, personal investing in terms of, you know, taking my, uh, my portfolio and also investing it back to the business. That way I can accelerate that kind of like, hey, let's get up a lot faster than, you know, we wanted to, um, and just taking that and putting it right back into the business. That way we were able to make sure that, you know, we were spending the right money with our, our expanding our internal team, making sure that everybody had everything they needed to, to basically rally as a team to take us where we needed to do, where we needed to be, but also, like, not taking it at a snail's pace like we wanted things to because we knew that we had that opportunity right there in front of our face and we want to take advantage immediately. So that's kind of when we bunker down, made sure that we kept all the outside noise and distractions, you know, outside and then making sure that it didn't affect us in our day to day workflow. And it's being able to you know, accelerate that kind of like a hey, bouncing back. So all those entrepreneurs are literally middle of falling. Like, just like, what, what do you think this is about? <laughs> like, we, we are the ones that have to, you know, adapt and have to change and have to change on the fly and get, you know, be in uncomfortable situations and also have to, you know, you know let's say risk it to make it, right? Like that, that's, that's what we're all here doing. And that's exactly what we did. I want to call it a huge risk because I knew that what we were doing was, honestly, we were more confident in kind of, you know, getting back up on our feet and kind of taking that new path. Than we were building out the educational platform. It was actually very weird. Like we, we had the confidence there too, but we had even more confidence. It's kind of really weird to say it out loud now. We had more confidence going into that kind of like, okay, that pivot. So we knew we knew it was going to work too. Like it wasn't like, oh my gosh, like it's now or never. Like we knew it was going to work. It did by t- tremendously. And it was like all the confidence in the world. It was like, psh, we knew this was going to happen. So it, it's funny. So, you know, look, if, if you're following, you know, embrace it you know uh, embrace it but make sure that you you have that, that 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 battle ready plan to get you know get 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 yourself back up and just absolutely run with it
2: i love it i love it i love it now talk about what you learned in dealing with the personalities of these young divos and divas yeah. uh, <laughs> called influencers yeah. like you're dealing with people who today they might have just became famous Yesterday, they were an unknown name nerd, yeah. but you're getting them in the transition, and their head and ego is blowing up, and they think they're yeah. Kanye or Trump or Kelly. Yeah. I'll throw myself <laughs> in there, y'all. Yeah. I don't mind. But, you know, how, how have you learned how to deal with people?
0: It, it's crazy. You know, back when we I was first on here, I was really kind of learning that mindset and the mentality of a lot of these entitled uh, you know, young kids who, who feel like they have you know, the world at the palm of their hands. And in the last year and a half, really just being able to master how to communicate, how to talk with them, how to deal with them, dude forget about it like you can throw anybody no matter how big their ego is it throw them my way and i can handle it, no problem like i have i have gone through the absolute ringer of, of just you know learning through experiences both positive and negatives with you know how knowing how to communicate with these with these uh growing adults and creators and just kind of the best way to deal with each personality and everyone's different that's that's really where it keeps you know myself and i know a lot i can speak for a lot of other let's say agencies and managers where it keeps everybody on their toes right you know you're dealing with somebody completely different every single you know time not everyone's the same so you have to have different approaches and then and, and that's where i made sure to be you know very open you know with how i deal with things and like you know making sure that i tell myself okay this one way is not how you deal with every single person that comes your way like you have to adapt you have to change the way you communicate the way the way that you work with people because you know every person is different and then through being creative and being open minded about how to deal with these certain creators that's going to the the best success stories are going to come out of there like i so so proud of so many of these kids i work with for well over 2 years now who've gone from you know 16 years old with like a couple hundred thousand followers who are now you know living on their own you know 18 19 years old with millions of followers like i'm so i'm super proud of being able to take the time to find out, okay, the best way to work with these people who I knew back then had the potential that I see right now. So it, it's been it's been awesome to kind of see, you know, that they are living up to their that potential that I saw in them a couple of years ago. Um, but look, it's not always easy. Like, you know, there's some people I don't really talk to anymore because, you know, they still have a lot of growing up to do. It's part of the process. I don't hold anything against anybody because at the end, like they're still young, 18, 19, 20 years old man, if I had, you know, going back to my 18, 19 year old self, shoot, I I would be, I would be just as kind of easy laid back as some of them are. And that's okay. Like they're going to learn with time. It's, it's completely fine that that happens.
2: You know what? And we're not picking on the kids because sometimes the kids are the best to work with the grown Mm -hmm. folks who, you know, this is their first time making twenty thousand dollars a month fifty thousand dollars a month and it's hard sometimes for a fool to depart from their money they 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 just they they i just made it what if it never comes again and and that's why you're hiring a team of people so it keeps flowing because you get to see one business consultants of this level get to see hundreds okay so with that and i and i know I've, i've 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 maybe tease you it was just a you know i wanted to know the book oh, well. have you started writing the book have you started trying to say you know what <laughs> book to movie this is what it's going to look like
0: yeah i um i have not you know there's still there's still so much i still want to do before we kind of get into that like okay start putting it down on paper don't get me wrong like i'll take like notes about like my journey over the last like this there are notes scattered throughout my phone my laptop so i have like you know certain weeks good or bad i kind of you know write them down that way you don't forget about them um but nothing nothing too crazy uh with like a you know a book even though i know that i can definitely fit the last you know two years into one um so you know but, but thanks for putting that on my radar might have to I'm just start thinking about that. That's the last thing I need right now. Hey, when start start drafting the book, but, um, always, always make sure to keep notes of, of the, the good days, the bad days. And just also how, how to learn from them because, you know, Back then, I was a team of one. Now we're a team of twelve, so I don't always have the right answers, and I have to make sure that you know I communicate the right way to you know get the feedback that I need to be like, okay. You know, this is where we can do better, and also making sure I write notes to myself of you know how I interpret things versus how my team interprets things because look, we can be on two different pages and not get anything productively done. Um, but make sure that you know everybody knows that we're on a level playing field, so they know they can come and talk to me that way we're able to you know communicate things in the best way possible that way we are able to you know work productively day in day out
2: wow I, I love it because teams make dreams come true with great plans right. can you talk about how building that team being responsible for you know when you're paying somebody um monthly money to keep something going they're expecting that each month and this is such a a fickle business but how was the pressure of even though you know you had some financial help but that that doesn't take off the pressure of saying I have to make sure I'm a good steward of this money I got to make sure I hire the right people I got to make sure I I hire people who might have seen this Seven steps ahead, because they've already been down this road. Like, how has it been hiring sometimes smarter people, if you're wise, yeah. smarter yeah. people than you in certain areas, because that's a dance of its own?
0: It's it's funny you ask that, because let's, let's take the last, let's just take the last six months, right? I have probably let go at least five people. Um, because, you know, with those... know five i'm trying to make sure i get the exact number right (laughs) um but they just didn't they they took it as a job not a passion right and that's i want to find someone who has both who who yes sees us as a job but also is passionate about what we're doing believes in what we're doing that way you know we're all on that kind of same karate level where it's like okay like we love what we do like I'm tired of seeing all these people, especially on TikTok now. You see, you know, people literally posting these TikToks about how they leverage you know, their current job into a different job and they go into accepting a position and then literally going in knowing that they're going to quit three months later just to leverage it into another position. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not about that. Like, I don't like that. I need people who are passionate about this, which is why some of my influencer coordinators are 19, 20 year old kids without a college degree. And why do I hire them? Because they are influencers themselves. Like, who better? to bring on board, to handle that kind of work, then the people who are literally doing it every single day, and it's kind of crazy. Like it didn't disrupt their workflow. Like they're, they're doing that stuff anyway. So like what's just a little more work kind of making sure like campaigns are facilitated. Like you're, you're building the right connections. So like I took an unorthodox approach of bringing on people who are, let's say on paper unqualified, but that's because on paper, on your paper, they may seem unqualified. On my paper, they have more experience than the guys coming out of college with marketing degrees. Don't get me wrong, like, you know, like, you know, you do you, get your marketing degree, go find an entry-level position. But there's a uniqueness and my people have a competitive edge when, okay, they don't have the degree, but they have the followers, the experience, and the connections to do just a so good a job as the entry-level uh, college graduate who majored in marketing. Um, so we definitely, was, it was a very risky approach that I took um it's something that i'm glad i took it because i saw a lot of benefits that came out of it don't get me wrong there was also a couple of downsides because you know sometimes you expect uh that kind of let's say that stand-up professional job from somebody young with that kind of inexperience yeah it's not going to go your way sometimes but for the most part um it was a home run in terms of taking that approach um and i thought just you know taking that approach um also speaks volume to who we are as a company in that startup phase you know young young team uh, who, who takes different approaches and wanting to make sure that we bring out the best in, in our clients and, and the people that we work with in terms of branding and creativity. Um, and that's something that, you know, that's, a, that's actually a unique selling point. I, I always tell people like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm 24. I am the founder. Everybody else uh, underneath me is also younger than me and our head of influence marketing is 19 years old. <laughs> so so we, we, we always like kind of telling people that so people can be like, Oh wow. Like, you know, interested in how, why we did that. Right. Um, so that that's always something that that I always enjoy talking about, because it's definitely something that you will probably not hear anywhere else <laughs> in terms of taking that approach. But, you know, like I said, glad we did it.
2: No, that's awesome. And and I'm and I'm glad that you're doing it because it's like a this technology is run by the young who are not scared to make mistakes. They might not even have a mortgage so they can afford to yeah. make mistakes. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, can you talk about you know how your community gave back? Something I, I asked you uh, last time. How that has increased, maybe changed, and developed? Yeah.
0: yeah. So um, definitely prepared for that one because I know I wasn't prepared the last time. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's 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 evident that you know last you know two years of, of of you know what everyone has has around the world has has gone through that. You know, small businesses have definitely taken so, quite the significant hit. Um, you know, I come from a family of small business owners and it's it's, it's and being from New York City, kind of seeing how many people had to close up shop and just kind of, you know, there's nothing they can really do, right? You no, know, you know, depending on who you ask, like, you know, certain states and, and, and policies kind of, you know, put people in tough positions where it's like there was nothing they can really do. Um, and you know, me on the outside kind of looking in, you know, being in the being in a Person a position of being able to do something in terms of being able to give back to small businesses I decided to you know you know kind of launch this small business solutions that uh, uh, under uh, our name to basically be able to help as many businesses as we possibly could and being able to you know enhance their digital identity really like develop their brand um, and being able to help kind of put their names out there because I'm sure you see it you know People can people's lives can be changed overnight with TikTok when one video goes viral, right? So we were really trying to help as many uh, people as we could, and being able to just bring more eyes to their business. That way, they can just you know create something and kind of see see what happens when you kind of you know uh, you know take something around with it uh, and, and go viral. Uh, on on social, certain certain social media platforms and let's say be able to sell a certain product online that can help just kind of you know boost yourself up and bring more eyes more recognition more press get people in the area that you didn't know they didn't know about you then but they know about you now um it, it was one of those things where it only made sense for us because we were doing so well um that you know what what what's this kind of let's say little side project where we make sure that we put a lot of our, our our designers our editors our web development guys and just making sure that you know they have everything they possibly need to succeed because also we're talking a lot of these businesses kind of crazy how you know there's still agencies out there that will charge an arm and a leg for probably like minimal services like perfect example i'm not going to say names obviously because i'm not first pers- i'm not one to throw people under the bus um this, this client we're working with who spent i think it was close to like 6k per month on some agency and they only did social media and content for the social media pages. And they were only posting three to, three to four times a week. And like, mm-hmm. I, I was shocked. Cause I'm like, first of all, for that price tag, like it should be every single day. The content should be original. Everything should be like, it, like you should, I, I gave them a laundry list of things that should have been included for a retainer like that. And after I explained all that, they were probably getting like two of like the, countless things i mentioned it was like that's that's highway robbery but then again agencies are going to do that um and that's where we kind of took over and said hey you know what we're not gonna charge you anything we're gonna you know put this on let's say some sort of you know small business you know solution grant whatever we kind of you know put a bunch of words together and said hey like you know this is what we're doing for everybody um you want to partake and uh yeah we helped them out because like it's it's the least we can do you know (laughs) you know and kind of seeing a lot of stories of if you listen to a lot of people's you know stories about how really rough it's been you know, let's say restaurant industry, like having to deal with all those hardships over the last two years. Like, I don't, I talk about hardships with us. Like, I don't know hardships, you know, those yeah. people, like they know what the hardships are over the last, you know, year and a half, two years. So um, that's kind of like our nice little give back project that we've been really working on because, you know, they deserve it. And I also want them to also, it's a segue to introduce them to Web3, show them how they can honestly, enhance their business model with, let's say, slapping a NFT membership uh, to their, let's say, uh, 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 coffee shop on the corner, right? If you have repeat customers, might as well try to build a community around that. And let's say, you know, add another revenue stream to your business model by having some sort of, you know, NFT project or or, or metaverse project behind that. And that now we're also in doing so, bringing that conversation to them, opening the eyes to that, let's say, older generation that simply does not know anything that we're talking about. But they know they're gonna get a genuine kind of hey, we wanna help from us versus the agency that's trying to upsell them another 15k to build, you know, something that you know does not take <laughs> 15k on retainer per month to do so.
2: Well, let's talk about, you know, we could talk about fair retainers, a company charging hmm. that. I assume that they're they know who their their customers are. Um, that's, that's that's a great, that's a great fee if you are on the other side of it, but yeah, that's, um, that's interesting. And we also have to remember, you know, the company will also say, but we also support them in this and that, and all these other things that clients sometimes won't say, you know, and won't, or don't value. So that, that's another thing. I don't want to, that, that's an interesting Interesting price tag. It's not the highest I've heard, but it's definitely, I I just hope that they're online making that client that money back if that's all they're doing. Mm -hmm. But but let's go into the Web3 conversation because for like the nerds who, where you live in tech, like in tech, you know, automation, you've been using different things and you're like, I I sent you what? Oh, my email sent that. That was, you know, we we schedule those things out. Talk about how excited you are because I'm I'm, I'm happy that everyone now is like, who was stuck in the mustard trying to catch up, but everyone's trying to sell it like Web3 is gonna make everybody a multimillionaire. And I'm like, you can go broke trying yeah. <laughs> yeah. to get into yeah. nfts and crypto you know yeah, so 100%. what is your, your yeah what's your um advice when people are going into the web3 and trying to make this money or even getting their first plot of land in a galaxy that is yeah. unknown yeah to them?
0: <laughs> yeah well um i definitely don't pitch it as you know you're going to become a multimillionaire because you said it best like you can, or you can go completely broke and not know what just happened. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I take it, I, I try to simplify it as much as I can, because, you know, a lot of people still don't even know what NFTs stand for. They don't even know what Web3 means. They, they don't understand any of the words that just came out of our mouths. So I try to simplify it, right? I pitch it as this. It is the opportunity for anyone, anyone with any background, any sort of you know you don't have to come from money any sort of you know job you know anything and it is an opportunity to level the playing field and be able to you know create opportunities essentially not let's not to say overnight but create an opportunity for you that opens infinite amount of doors into anything that you're doing that's the like the most simple way i can put it where it levels a playing field between guys like you and me it puts you in the apps in the conversations let's say with let's say, the multimillionaires and, you know, the, let's say, 1% of the world where, like, you can be in these, let's say, virtual spaces and be able to also invest in what they're investing with the opportunities that Web3 presents itself. Um, NFTs is that kind of perfect example where people are just kind of seeing it as some, like, money grab. Um, Don't get me wrong. Over 90% of NFT projects are going to fail. Like, people are just straight up, you know, trying to create something to reel people in and kind of sucker them into something that literally is, is nothing there. It's just kind of digital art. Right. But the, the underlying uh, theme with NFTs is that it's, it's really there to build a community. It's being, it's there to be able to build a brand. You're seeing people like, you know, Nike, Bud Light, Adidas, they're all coming out with their NFT projects because they know that they have a loyal fan base and community around that. Where it's like they just want to make sure that everyone's voice is heard and being able to be a part of this very vast community and being able to, let's say, have a piece of, of that brand. Um, so that that's kind of, like I said, I try to simplify it because there's so many people that just don't get it. And that's the problem. Like that's that, that huge knowledge gap. Just like TikTok two years ago, everybody was saying that that was just something that the kids use. And that was a joke. Look at us now, right? I mean, just yeah. give it another two years, and then you know it's going to be a part of the everyday conversation, and people are going to see the utility behind not just NFTs, you know, Metaverse and, and, and DAOs, but like they're going to see what they can truly do. You know, perfect example. There's this community called Krause House online. They're trying to buy an NBA basketball team through an NFT membership. That if you want to be a part of that group, you have to buy the NFT, and then basically you vote on on kind of you know what they spend. Uh, basically the the community the, the community chess to be able to work to build and buy an NBA team. What NBA fan wouldn't love that? You literally have the opportunity, just like the 1%ers do, and being able to purchase a team, you know, have your your voice heard. There's another one where they're trying to buy a fast food franchise, you know, through NFT memberships also. They're called Fry Stop. Like, it, it, there's just so many people that are, and, and anybody can do this. Like, you and I can literally, right now, build an entire NFT collection, build a group, build a community and say, hey, we're going to go out and buy a a plot of land in Florida. And we're going to use that for entrepreneurs only or something like that. Like we can, we can do this. Like this is all in the palm of our hands now. And people need to see that because people have to see that this is an opportunity for you to literally be able to have, you know, your impact in so many places all around the world, With communities from all around the world. I think that's what's really special about it that people don't see yet, but they will.
2: I love it. I love it. It, Cause I can hear somebody, you know, this person's like around 56, 58, and I can hear him say, well, what you guys don't understand is the NBA and all these things are a select (laughs) group of people. And even if you have $10 billion, doesn't mean the owners will let you in true, but things can change today. The NBA is the NBA tomorrow jousting might be the new sport that we're watching. If you go to Europe and see those guys jousting and fighting with swords, like yeah. everything comes in a circle. Uh, and yeah. my brother, he's like 400 pounds, 6'5", uh, and he does that stuff. I wouldn't fight with him. He's a monster. I'm not yeah. trying to, you know, uh, my 200 pounds against his. And But that's where things are changing. So just because it's that way today doesn't mean things can't change. And again, it takes young people to do that because old people are you know thinking about their retirement and going to Bora Bora to chill and hang out um with with this game if somebody wants to become a client or even if they want some consulting can you give them some ranges of where they need to be before they try to contact you and what's the best way to contact you
0: yeah, well, um, the best way to contact me, um, I know we have our new website that's live, ludic.media. Um, I'm actually shocked that the domain was available. The .media, we love it. It's like so clean. <laughs> um, you know, I'm very active on Instagram. You know, my email, julian.ludic.media. Um, it, but to kind of answer that first part question, we don't want, we want to make sure that we're an outlet for everybody, right? You know, even if you're just somebody who, let's say, doesn't have the, let's say, initial cash up front to like invest heavily into something, you just have an idea. Like, let's talk, right. Let's have a conversation. If you have a creative idea that seems so out of the box, so crazy, people have called you crazy. That means you're doing something right. And I would love to talk to you. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, just kind of see, you know, how, first of all, how serious you are about it. You know, whether, you know, you just kind of woke up and just, you decided, you know, think outside the box one day, go to bed and then, you know, next day it's gone. Like, is this something that's constantly like, you know, nagging at you, like something that you want to execute and just don't know where to start. Let's talk. And then hell, you know, sometimes I'll back you up. Uh, I'll give you a perfect example. A couple couple people came to me for an idea of a podcast that we're actually in the middle of of developing, where they came to me with an idea with a passion, and I invested in them, not the other way around. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. I thought that, you know, they had something that uh, was unique to them. And I want to see if, you know, if they were able to actually build off that Um, in terms of, you know, the clientele in terms of, you know, small businesses, you know, Other brands, um, you know, we never want to limit ourselves as who we want to work with, because, you know, we know for a fact that there's still a lot that we have to learn, especially if we're trying to find more, let's say, those Web3 people who want to expand the space. We know that we can't, you know, put a certain, let's say, uh, price tag on like one certain thing, because we know that, hey, you know, you may come to us and say, hey, I need, you know, content. And then we kind of, you know, dive into like, you know, who that person is or that brand is. And we see that you need more than just content like let's let's make sure we take one step at a time because look we can provide all the content creation or the influence marketing in the world if you're you know if everything else isn't in check then we have to back up first you know work on a couple things um and then let's get into the more creative stuff um our influencer marketing is very selective now so that's the only thing that we are selective with we do require um uh, minimum budgets of at least 10k now uh because we do work with a lot say more high profile influencers but look, if there's always that kind of person that just not desperate, but that I know that they're valuing my time. And I see that they're just trying to look for, let's say uh, a new opportunity, or or they say, want to go on a more conservative side, I'm open to it. Um, But, you know, with our kind of current clientele now that we do work with a lot of bigger companies, now, we are a lot more selective than we were a year and a half ago. (laughs) Um, But like I said, I never have, I never close doors. Never. That's, that's never an approach that you should ever take. I always want to make sure that when it comes to my team and myself, that people always feel like they have an open door uh, and something where it's like, Hey, if we can't work, to, if now is just not the best time for, for both of us um, I, I want to make sure that I leave you with something to help to not, not just going to leave you just like, i oh, sorry, just leave you something, whether it's um, a, 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 a whether it's a book, whether it's, you know, somebody that I can refer, want to make sure that, you know, you have something that you can take back and like also apply yourself and like also realize, Hey, maybe you didn't actually need uh, an agency in the first place. Cause a lot of people, you know, it's funny. A lot of people don't realize that they can do some of these things, themselves and also with their internal team if they just apply themselves right be open to change like 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 be open to learning something new and, and stepping out of your comfort zone and you actually might be saving yourself some 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 money by being able to do it in-house And that's that's something that people just you know also don't realize uh which is why you have marketing agencies because that's really their job to kind of fill those gaps but i'm always one to be like hey like you know if it's not that big of a change or or or, or, or pivot that you're looking for like just just follow one two three and then you might be able to you know find that you can actually do it yourself and then boom all the confidence in the world to continue to learn yourselves and learn whether your internal team and then next thing you know you, you have a you have an in-house kind of you know uh mindset and, and, and team to do that so um i know i kind of went off a tangent there but kind of go back and, and kind of answer that you know That initial question, uh, very easy to contact me now that we're kind of, you know, really embracing this, you know, Web3 identity, Um, but we are obviously a lot more selective now that we're trying to really focus simply on Web3, but like I said, always open to those, you know, opportunities where we best see uh, a fit with, you know, um, you know, making sure that all of our goals align and and making sure that, you know, we're able to do some, some pretty awesome work together.
2: You guys have gotten the game. I don't want to give you an overload unless you are, you know, if you're ready for an overload, I want you oh. to contact Ludic. me because I always yeah. ready. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't. Yeah. I want the people to contact you because everybody people ask me all the time. Why do you have other consultants who do similar things? Why not just talk about yourself? I say you don't get right, it. Right. I've right. done this for two decades plus people. <laughs> I've done it off the relationships of people I know. People would come to us back in the day only because we could contact these media people because we knew the people who work there. Maybe I went to Mm -hmm. school with them, right? Maybe I hung out with them at the right parties or whatever. But there's plenty of room and space and you never know when you need someone, when you need to call someone. Your network is your net worth, is your future. So that's why. And that's why you guys need to tap in to whomever is doing something weird and strange right now and yeah. say, Hey man, let's just, let's be cool. You're doing something different. I don't, yeah. I don't want to be normal. So information yeah. will be in the description box, whether you're listening on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or our latest partner in Freetown, Sierra Leone, AYV radio, or YouTube. Y'all can get the YouTube numbers up. I won't be mad at you. I, I, Thank you for coming on, my bro. We're gonna talk offline, of course, but you guys make yeah. sure you share this game with somebody. It will change their life. Be blessed.
1: Hi, everyone. Have you ever been curious about visiting Africa? Which African country were you interested in? Kenya, Nigeria, Uganda, South Africa, Ethiopia. Which country are you interested in? My good friend, Kellen Cash Coleman, So imagine what you can do with $100 back home. I say back home because I'm from Sudan, I'm African. I already know how it's like. I know that, you know, when you convert Canadian and American money, it goes a long way when you're traveling across Africa. So if you're curious, um, if, if Africa is a place that you've always wanted to go, always wanted to move there, Kellen Cash is the person to ask. Check out the course. There's a little preview you can listen to. Um, before you actually purchase it. If you're interested in this course, visit www.diversifiedgame.com. Don't miss out.